This is Dags from the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, and you are listening to Dino on the Huff Podcast. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey, everybody. We are back. Our podcast. This is Dina. And Matilda. Matilda? <laughs> Who the hell are you? What you doing with my wife? <laughs> wow, that was weird. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I just decided to do something different. Okay. <laughs> See, I took you off guard. Ha ha. You did. So, hope everybody is doing good. Um, it's the day after Valentine's Day. It is. It is. We had a pretty good weekend. Uh, yeah. It was busy. I, I took a half a day on Friday. Had a lot of production stuff to do. Uh, you and I had an interview yep. with um, Mike uh, Mike Nelson, the director of uh, Wrong Turn, the new Wrong yes. Turn movie, otherwise known as Wrong Turn 7, otherwise known as Wrong Turn The Foundation. We'd seen that film, and we interviewed Mike Nelson, that should be coming out next week. The interview, the film, my review, um, our write-up will be up on Farsighted Blog. Yeah, I think I'm going to handle that one for yeah, you. Yeah, I think Michelle's going to write that for Farsighted Blog. So stay tuned. You'll have the links going on for that one. Follow. Be on the lookout. Yep. Is that what that is? Stands for? Yes, no. Bolo. Be on. <clears throat> oh, okay. I should know that. I do work in. <laughs> but I, um, I don't. You're not on that side of it. No, so. you were like. Yeah, I was. You were dispatch and all that. Yeah. Um, in the I'm, I'm once they were looked. <laughs> yes. But that is what it stands for. Okay. So we had that. Killian and I recorded an episode of Hybrid Anime. Ready. Just relax and enjoy the ride. In these uncertain times, people certainly need entertainment. And we can certainly provide. With our podcast, Hybrid Anime, we will talk about certain anime, certain manga, and certain manga turning to anime. Don't forget, video games based on certain anime yeah we certainly can't forget that and you can be certainly certain that we will provide that in hybrid anime so you're going to introduce me to anime yes certainly will i like this anime debatable not certain not certain okay it's certainly debatable will they enjoy this podcast certainly Wherever great podcasts are found. Ready. Just relax and enjoy the ride. That is up. He's supposed to be getting that onto his uh, YouTube channel. Okay. But that is available, I know, at least. It's on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. So, if you would listen to that, give us a written review. We're going to get our our rhythm going with that right now where we went through the first half of season one of Attack on Titan and we're going to finish up that entire series and then move on to something else. Maybe like I'll show him like Vampire Hunter D or something like that and then he'll introduce me to something else and we'll cover a lot. There's a lot. I think he's watched, what, over 50-something? Something like that. Different animes in the and last then couple he, of months. And you then, know, he does the video game, the uh, anime-based video games, and he reads the manga. So, he'll, he'll talk about that in a whole wide variety. So, if you have any requests or recommendations, 
dump that over and we'll talk about it. Yep. Yep. And then, and then that night you recorded with I recorded with Andrew and we had another mammoth recording session. This one will probably most of it will end up making the final cut of the <laughs> the episode. We we well, even of, even if you have to split it into a couple of episodes. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think we'll need to. Um, we're uh, we stayed pretty on point. We didn't really deviate like the last time. We did four hours, and we ended up with like an hour and a half of usable. Yeah. Between me, Keith, and Andrew. So, oh, that was another thing. I want to thank Keith from Say It Podcast. Because not this last episode of Hybrid Anime, but going forward, we will have a new theme song. And that was presented by Keith. Awesome. So, who, who is an amazing DJ and artist in his own right. So, very cool. Thank you. My man. Thank you, Keith. But yeah, Andrew and I, we talked, uh, well, we were going to do a couple of different things. We were going to do Bad News Bears, and we were going to do The Warriors, and we were doing different, and then we just felt, you know what, it's time for us to do our remake episode we um, we tried this about two years ago and the audio got so jacked up but you know we, we have a new thing called shuffle up and deal where I'll bring five you know we'll pick a category kind of make a top our, our goal is to make our ultimate top ten list I'll bring five, he'll bring five, we'll bring a couple of alternatives in case we double up, then we'll make a top ten list. You know, we shuffle up our ideas, make a top ten list, and you deal with it. So, we did our top ten worst remakes. And that was fun. So, that should be coming out this week, once I get down and just... Tweak and fine tune everything, and all that was on Friday. That that was all on Friday. All on Friday. Um, we also did a uh, another Killian on Fuego video on YouTube. You and I've got a video that's going to be coming out on YouTube, and now we are here recording on podcast just to keep y'all uh, entertained. And well, Saturday was interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We skipped right over the weekend. We yeah. We skipped so, right over that. Saturday. <laughs> Michelle decides, well, shouldn't decide. It's something that we do. She took Killian and uh, Serenity up to Greenville. Because Serenity started her recruit training. For the young marines and killian had a um, cpr uh, certification test with the fire department up there right. um, through the young marines right so it was me it was a, a nico and daddy day as opposed to a serenity and daddy day right so there was no horror movies going on no horror movies <laughs> but we woke up and said nico you want to go out to breakfast and she's like, yeah, sure, can we go and get donuts? I said, yeah, we'll go and get donuts. So our local donut shop was open. He said, let's go. Michelle had taken my car. Because it gets the better gas mileage, and I was going the further distance. Right. So. so I had the van. So Michelle left her van keys here, and she took my car keys. And each of our sets of car keys have our house keys on them. Well, I actually have a van key. And I wasn't thinking about that. So So Michelle left, and I left with Nico with my keys. We go, we have a great time, we're about to come home. 
wrap up in a blanket because it, it is like freezing rain out. We uh, we come home. We're gonna you know look forward to wrapping up in a blanket and watching whatever. And dang it, my house keys are on the portion of the keys that I took for the car. So I'm like, oh. Which means, and since Dino used his van key. As opposed to Michelle's van key. He left my keys in the house with the house keys. So I'm locked out. And I'm not getting home till at least four. Right. And by this time, it was 11 in the morning. So he calls me. I'm sitting at a, I dropped the kids off. I'm sitting at a cafe having nice uh, coffee and little breakfast with a friend that I haven't seen in a long time. And he got locked out of the house. And I'm like, oh, call Grandma. Sorry. <laughs> I can't come back. Yeah. So we we made an impromptu trip over to Grandma and Grandpa's. <laughs> which was fine. We got there and Grandma's like, hey, you want coffee? I'm, yeah, I'll take coffee. Would you Dino's like, not turning down coffee. Would guys. you like, uh, you know, would you like cookies or a pizza? That's what grandmas do. Okay. Cookies, pizza, coffee. You know, cake, whatever. <laughs> and then I had a nap, so that was good. <laughs> no. I, I normally don't like naps. I hate it because I feel like I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. You know, especially on a Sunday. I've never been one for a Sunday nap. Right. So, that's that. That's what we did on Saturday. Yep, and then Sunday was church. We went out to Valentine's Day lunch. Yeah. And then I have been on this Goodwill kick lately. I don't know why. It's like yeah. I've got to check. Every, if there's a, if I'm driving past a Goodwill, it's like I have to stop and look. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, part of it's because I'm looking for furniture for me to redo. Right. Um, haven't really found any pieces yet that I absolutely had to do. Um, but we did find a really good deal yesterday that I haven't put on Facebook yet. Mm-hmm. But a Wolfgang Puck, um, you is what is it called? Essential kitchen tool. Yeah, like it's a it's a roll up bag and it has eleven pieces in it. So I think it was the one that was supposed to have twelve, but right. it has eleven pieces in it. Um, you roll brand the, new. You, you roll this bag up. It still has. That's what got me weird though. There seems to be a piece missing, but it had the plastic still all yeah. around. Yeah, I don't know, but. Um, I mean, even at that, it was 11, yeah. 11 uh, I mean, you know, like a melon baller. and Melon baller, uh, cheese grater, yeah. I think like a pie crimper. Yeah. Um, a, uh, a cheese knife. Yeah. I mean, and it still, I mean, has, still has all the hmm? bubble wrap, the bubble wrap the on plant, it and yeah. everything. Three dollars and ninety four cents, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was like a nice, you know, what is that like a burlap or whatever that. Yeah, and you just roll bag. it up, and it has a little carrying handle on it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, three ninety four. That's coming home with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to me. Yep. <laughs> so. And then what? We looked it up after we left. Yeah. And it was like. Like going a, from an, anywhere from 27 to like 32. Yeah. I'm like, so, that's a goodwill good find right there. Yeah. Yep. But we also had another goodwill adventure yesterday. Goodwill outlet. Yeah. So the goodwill <laughs> by us is a normal goodwill store if you ever went. But they have a goodwill outlet. Now, we are not snobs by any stretch of the uh-huh. imagination. But you know when you go to Goodwill and you need the hand sanitizer when you're there and you know that any clothes that you buy there, you probably want to run through the wash before you wear them. Mm-hmm. Or, or like when you're looking through the housewares and, and you see like Bill and Anne's. Yeah, okay. You know. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about this. Okay, you're going through your stuff, okay, mm-hmm. and you have a cup that you got from Jim and Fran's wedding mm-hmm. in 1986, 
And you're paring down stuff, you know. You've watched your Marie Kondo, and you find what brings you joy. You're finding stuff that brings you joy, and this does not make you go yay. <laughs> well, and you also realize that Jim and Fran are no longer married. Yeah, so. Jim and Fran are no longer married. <laughs> he ran off with uh, the housekeeper, and you know she was shagging a pool guy. And you know, things so this cup just weren't, really, yeah, you know, and then it was a whole big fight because you know, you're like, who got custody of the friends? Are we Jim's friends? Are we, you know, it was horrible, but you still have this cup, so why not throw it out instead of say, I don't know, donating it to Goodwill? That to me seems like, you know. Or the chances of finding yeah. somebody going through Goodwill and knowing a Jim and Fran that got married on August 31st of like 1982. I think that was like the couple's. And yeah, and who are still together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that's the cup I really need. Okay. <laughs> I was there but never got my cup because I wasn't in the wedding party. <laughs> now it's my time. So, yeah. No, that person doesn't exist. Well, maybe there is that person, though, that collects other people's wedding cups. Or... You know, maybe there's that person that just for some reason likes to collect other people's wedding favors or... Or, I mean, what else did they have there? I mean, you know, like old potholders that are, like, burnt... Yeah, wouldn't you rather throw that out than donate it to Goodwill? Yeah, there's just some things that I mean. I I understand your heart wanting to know donate. Yeah, I, I get it. But, but there's just some things. Yeah, yeah. So you have your Goodwill that has that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Goodwill outlet, <laughs> which is on the other side of the building, another entrance. Where you walk in and you buy other people. You know, they say one man's trash is another man's treasure. But this is trash by the pound. Well, this literally felt like we were walking from dumpster to dumpster. Big old wheeled. Inside dumpster diving. Yeah. Big old wheeled bins that were eight feet long by... Five feet wide. Right. And they come from all the different Goodwills in the area. Because actually, they actually each have like the Goodwill, a different Goodwill store number on it. Yeah. So they get these from the other stores. And now I'm going to preface this with, say, with saying, mind you, we are not above dumpster diving. We have done that before. <laughs> we still have a painting hanging on our wall that we got from the outside of a dumpster in an apartment building we lived in. So, no, we're not above it. <laughs> But what? you're sitting there, and it's like one shoe. Yeah, Nico found that one. Hel- she wanted Hello Kitty that, so bad. That one Hello Kitty shoe. We couldn't find the other. A doll without a head. Oh, several dolls without heads. And, and then several heads without dolls. dolls. And if you know me, I wasn't having that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had. I don't. I mean, every piece that they had, like we we thought we were gonna get a good deal on this, um, like this piece of luggage. Yeah. Like one of those pull it, you know, pull pulling, like, uh, yeah, like rolling. overnight bag type yeah. of things. Um, but all the zippers were ripped. The zippers off. were all ripped off. And every every single one of the ones like that were like that. So yeah. it's Like, you know, unless you've got somebody who's really handy and can sew the zippers back on. Which, I guess if I was really adventurous, I probably could have done that, but... Well, you know those, was that Crosley? The uh, radios? Yeah. You know, that had the record player and the tape deck and the CD player and a yeah. Blu-ray, you know, uh, um, like a, a USB adapter. They had one of those that was like completely dismantled. And I'm like... <laughs> Why would you pick that? What? What are you doing? 
Nico pointed out one of the bins had an empty raisinette box. An empty, <laughs> empty uh, can. Yeah. And she's like, why would you donate an empty candy box? Well, I mean, I'm sure somebody didn't donate it. It's the, They were using, using those bins as garbage. Oh, that was another thing that they had. Not in the outlet store, mind you, but in the regular Goodwill. There was like Dansk, like cook, uh, butter cookie Oh, yeah, the dance. Tins. Yes. You know those butter cookie tins that your grandma has? Everyone's grandma had those cookies. And then they kept buttons in the tins. and. You mean that. like we have in our cabinet underneath the oven? Well, you got screws and nails and, mm-hmm. you know, wire nuts. But, yeah, they had those tins in there for sale. They had a cup, one of those Medline cups that you get anytime you go to the hospital for surgery or to give birth or whatever. They right. give you those cups that for you to drink the water in. Yeah. yeah that, that was so no. Or chick. Oh, this is what they got me. What Cause the book? Because I look for books for the yeah. for the girls to read, mm-hmm. and they're selling the books that kids got free from Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. For like fifty cents. And it's like I got this for free from Chick Fil A. I mean, you granted, um, but granted, it does put money in Goodwill's ministry bo- pocket, I guess. I yeah, don't know, but whatever still. Whatever that looks like, yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the Goodwill outlet. Now we can't say we didn't buy anything, because we did. Oh, no, we did. I found a, a book about geography that I really liked for mm-hmm. the uh, for the kids. Uh, like a workbook, so it'll be right. a nice workbook for them. TT, uh, Nico found her, or you found her, a Hello Kitty little pocketbook little thing. Yeah, Granted, like it had somebody else's name on it. Wicker but... purse type of, uh, like, yeah. and then we found or whatever that was. Cow Macaui Cow. Cow Macaui Cow. Cow Macaui Cow, yes. Or Macaui Cow Cow. Oh, was it Macaui Cow Cow? I think it was Macaui Cow Cow. Macaui Cow Cow is... Just what it sounds like. A little, little plastic cow. Cow. Yep. <laughs> we, we got that. Oh, wait. You found, um, we found Mad Gab. Yeah, the game Mad Gab. Mad Gab. And you also found a um, movie trivia yeah. game that had not even been opened. Yeah. Yeah, and we paid, once they weighed all of that, we paid $1.39. Yep. <laughs> For a book, two <coughs> games. Yep. Cowie Macau Cow and yep. Hello Kitty. <laughs> yep. Although I just didn't want to wait for the change, so I gave him two dollars and said, "Yeah, keep it." Keep I mean, it. a lot of times Goodwill asks you to round up. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm just like two dollars. Yeah. Cool. Yep. <laughs> and he gave us something to talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So then, yeah, that was Saturday. No, it was Sunday. That was Sunday. And then we came home. Yep. And then we and then we uh we decided to have a family movie, movie night. Day, night. You know, it being Valentine's, Valentine's Day, we wanted something <coughs> a little rom com y. Yep. You know. But something that the kids wouldn't be bored, you know, to tears with. Yep. So we watched Never Been Kissed. From, and, uh, what, 1999? Yeah. yeah. And the girls, and we, we picked that one because it was fun enough, I did forget enough. that one scene, though. Yeah, there was a one scene, scene, you know, with the sex, sex ed talk. class, yeah. and we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> but but uh, the girls were pretty quick to pick up uh, that David Arquette was in it. And they were like, oh, it's Dewey! Dewey! Okay, Okay, y'all made me proud. You know, because they know Dewey from Scream. So. (laughs) Yep, so we watched that, and Daddy made all of us uh, baked brie, so that was, that was yummy yum. Mm -hmm. Well, Nico didn't eat it because she does not eat, she doesn't like the soft cheeses like that. So, we made her some sausage wrapped in pancakes. Yeah, they were kind of like little mini McGriddles. Yeah, so she had those, and she did have some of the cherries that we put up, that you put on top yeah. of the, the cherry the compote. Bakery. Yeah. But yeah, so mm-hmm. that that was a nice little, and then everybody got uh, marshmallow peeps. Yeah, 
All four of us got marshmallow peeps. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I liked one of them, the hot tamales. Yeah, hot tamales. Hot tamale peeps. peeps. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. See, I didn't, you guys didn't even realize until I told you last night the peeps had been off the shelf for like two years. No, I didn't know. Yeah. Mm. Only, was there just, a reason for it? Um, I think the company was just going to stop production. Uh-huh, and then people were like, no. Yeah, yeah. And so they finally, this is their first year back in production. Kind of like how when Twinkies went out for a year. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> we want Twinkies. <laughs> we need our Twinkies. We need Twinkies. So, yeah. But yeah, so it was a... Oh, and then, oh, and then today, mm-hmm. we went antiquing. We went antiquing, yeah. We went antiquing until I was getting really tired of antiquing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was feeling <laughs> old and priceless. <laughs> but yes, was it yesterday that I picked up uh, Battle Cat? Yes, yesterday you got Battle Cat. Yeah, got Battle Cat from my uh, He-Man uh, Origins figure, and I am one piece away from completing Wave One. I just need Adam in the sled, and we and located we it. it we located it. I just gotta. Get over there and get it, and wave one will be complete. Yay! By the power of Grayskull! <laughs> so, yeah, that's fun. You know what else is fun? What? Commercial breaks! Hey guys, this is John. And I'm Frank from The Basement Surge. You may have heard of us. We started off slow in Season 1. COVID tried to stop us in Season 2, but Frank's too stubborn for that. And now we're back in Season 3, doing what we do best. Coming to you from The Basement in Brooklyn, New York, we're a general discussion comedy podcast that talks about anything and everything. Video games, movies, growing up in New York City, and being a dad to name a few. We also do a live show every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern all over social media and run a YouTube channel, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And ring that bell. We put out some great content on YouTube, like our Let's Play series, where we play a specific game every week. The podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. You can reach all of our links at streamerlinks.com slash basement surge. Come listen to us and feel the surge. Hey everyone, I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and we do a podcast about life, love, and hot topics. We're family friendly. Yeah, well, mostly. And you can catch us every week. So subscribe to the Chris and Christine show on your favorite streaming service. And buckle up, Buttercup, because you're in for some fun. Some fun? Oh yeah, that sounds fantastic. Hi there. We're so sorry to interrupt your regular podcast listening, but we just wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Anna. And we're the hosts of Freudian Sips, a podcast about brains, beverages, and other BS. We are a mother and daughter who are both licensed counselors, and we like to get together every week or so, so we can have a glass of wine and talk about whatever cool psychology things interest us and our listeners. So if you want to hear two slightly tipsy therapists chat about historical psychology theories and the people who made them, questionably ethical experiments, mental health and illnesses, and other fascinating stuff, then you should listen to us. So pour yourself a drink and tune into Freudian Sips on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cheers. Okay, everybody, we are back. Um, Michelle, what do you got? What's oh. in your hand? A book I found at Goodwill. 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 Yes. Okay. It is called Movie Night Trivia. Over mm-hmm. 400 blockbuster brain benders for film buffs of all ages. Ooh. Now, there's actually a way that we can play this where um, you can score points. And so many points makes you like a valet driver. So many, you know, more points makes you the popcorn popper. And, you know, so the more points you get, the more important you are. Right. To the theater. Okay. Now we went over some of these, so I'm not, uh, and we can keep we can keep score with that later. Mm-hmm. But we'll start where we kind of left off. So mm-hmm. um, we're in the section that is uh, musicals and comedies. 
Okay. All right, so here's your first one. Okay. Which of the following characters does not suit up as a Ghostbuster in the 1984 film? Venkman, Stance, Spengler, Barrett, or Zedmore? Barrett. And I like reading the, even when you give an answer, I like reading the answers because it always seems to give like a little bit of a... Like a more info. Yeah. Like pop-up video. Ghostbusters Peter Venkman, Ray Stance, and Egon Spangler, and Winston Zedmore come to the aid of Dana Barrett, um, whose apartment building serves as a gateway for the evil... Sumerian god Gozer the Gozerian. So yes, you were correct. Yep. Alright. There is no Dana. Only Zool. <laughs> okay. Wilson, Phil- Wilson Phillips sang their 1990 hit song Hold On in the wedding scene of 2011's Oscar nominated comedy. Blank. Seven Eleven comedy. Mm-hmm. Hitch. I don't know. Bridesmaids. Oh, I don't <laughs> care. Hi. <laughs> 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 Did we want to read the? It says the band composed of Carney Wilson, Wendy Wilson, and is it China? Yeah, Phillips. Phillips. Surprised a bride and her bridesmaids, played by Maya Rudolph, Kristen uh, Wiig, yeah, Melissa McCarthy, Ellie Kemper, Wendy McClendon Covey, and Rose. Uh, is it by Burn? Yeah. B-Y. Burn. Yeah, Burn. Yeah. Never saw it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it either, honestly. Yeah. No. That was never that kind of. Yeah. You know, I mean, I liked some rom coms, obviously. You know. Like well, that that is. More like the female version of, uh, like, The Hangover, oh, okay. I think, you know. Okay. Women could be crass and crude, too, type of thing. Okay. All right. Oh, I don't even think I'm going to need to read you the list. Name Kip Dynamite's bride in 2004's Napoleon Dynamite. LaFonda. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to read them because you got it right. Uh, Kit meets, gets made over by, and marries La Fonda, his internet girlfriend, played by Chandrella Avery. Mm-hmm. I love technology. <laughs> Remember the first time we went to go see that movie? We thought it absolutely sucked. Dude, I want that man mad. <laughs> mad. Well, we saw it. it was, we kind of made our own double feature. Right. Because we went and we saw... Shaun of the Dead, and then went in because we had nothing to do. Yeah, and then I mean, we this, went, was, this was pre kids, so. right? So like, yeah, I heard all these great things about this independent film called Napoleon Dynamite. We went in, and then I don't know what was going on, but like the way that the film was cropped, the boom mic was like in the shot, in every and I'm like every single shot. We love, we're hating it. Everyone's ranting about this movie. I'm like... Didn't you guys see the boom? And everybody's like, uh... No. I'm like, what? And then it wasn't until it it went on video. And I'm in Blockbuster. Just looking around for something to rent. I'm in the horror movies, obviously. And they're playing Napoleon Dynamite on the TV. And I'm like, oh, this movie... And it was the part where uh, Deb goes to the house selling boondoggle bracelets. And she's like, I'm selling it so I could go to college. And Kip goes, your mom goes to college. And I freaking started cracking up. I'm like, that was the funniest. And I'm like, you know what? So I went and rented it again. And dang it. I didn't have the boondoggle. And I watched it. And then watched it with commentary because it had one. And ended up loving the movie. And... No, it's one of my favorites. It's like Well, see, that's what weird. you do is you buy things just to watch, even if it <clears throat> even if you don't like the movie, if it has a commentary, you've got to watch it. Well, that was like with thing. Wolf Creek last night. Like Wolf Creek, I I respect Wolf Creek as a movie. 
I liked the second Wolf Creek and I loved the TV show. Mick Taylor, I've said this before, is one of the most terrifying villains ever. I bought Wolf Creek and I'm like, I will probably never watch this. But I need to have it to be a completionist. And then looked on the back and it had commentary. And I'm like, all right, I could probably make it through it because of the commentary. <laughs> Anyhow. Yep. Right. Continue. <laughs> Which U.S. city is the setting for 2007's Hairspray? Boston, Baltimore, Cleveland, Detroit, or is it Bayonne? I'm going to go with first, get, first Cleveland. Okay, like many of John Waters' films, including 1972's Pink Flamingos, 1981's Polyester, and 1988's original non-musical version of Hairspray, Tracy Turnbull says, or in this case sings, Good Morning Baltimore. Baltimore. Dang it. Okay. And you had said what, Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. We are keeping score. We will when we start this segment next time. We'll let you know okay. what the what the score is. Okay, because okay. we'll tally it up. Okay, post. All right. Real life newsman Bill Curtis provided narration for 2004's Blank, a film about a totally made up 1974 news stream or news team. I'm sorry, not news stream. News team. And come in. I don't know. Uh, well, what? Uh, oh, bro. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, Anchorman. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. Whether it's covering the news or rumbling till the cops come, San Diego's most popular anchorman, Ron Burgundy, or Will Ferrell, and his friends and colleagues, Veronica Corningstone, Champ uh, Kind, Brick Tamlin, and Brian Fantana, um, keep San Diego classy as they can. Yay. Yay. So you got. I think you're doing pretty good. Let's say we do. We're on page twelve. All right, let's finish it. We'll be good to finish this one out, I think. Okay. All right. Name the teachers Share plays matchmaker for in 1995's Clueless. Name the teachers? Name the teachers. Share oh, plays matchmaker for a 1995's Clueless. Mm. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, I know it was Wally Sean played the now teacher and then Miss Not Miss Bliss because she was saved by the bell. Was Miss Lippy because that was Billy Madison. Mm -hmm. uh, I, wow. I am beside myself because this Clueless is one of my is favorite movies. Based on Jane Austen's Emma, Clueless's well meaning main character Cher inserts herself into the other people's lives, including Miss Geist. Miss Geist. Played by Twink Kaplan, and based on the novels Miss Taylor, and Mr. Hall. Mr. Hall. Played by Wallace Shawn, based on Mr. Weston. Oh. Well, there is a bonus question. Okay. Um, okay. Name the director who made silent appearances um, in most of his films, including Spellbound, 1945, North by Northwest, 1959, and Psycho in 1960. Oh, Hitchcock. I thought it was going to be a bonus clueless question. That's what I thought, too. I'm like, Amy Heckerling. But it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, here's one. In 2004's Shaun of the Dead, Okay. Shaun, Simon Pegg, and Ed, Nick Frost, try unsuccessfully to fight off the zombies they meet in their backyard by... Throwing records at them. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, by 
Oh. Yeah, it says, despite their status as hipster collectibles, the roommates think they can stave off their doom by throwing vinyl records at the undead. Mm-hmm. Does not work. No. <laughs> one even got embedded in the face, but didn't. Now, here, now here's one. Mm-hmm. You should. This is another bonus, and I think you'll know this one, too. Name the actor who played a human in Planet of the Apes in 1968 and an ape in Planet of the Apes in 2001. Charlton Heston. Yay! There you go. Good old Chuck. (laughs) Yay! Somewhere around here I have his autograph. You do. You do. Well, we do now. Yeah. We do. Because you married into it. (laughs) Actually, I was married before you had it. That is true. Yes. All right. Although it's hard to believe that there was ever a time when all passengers on domestic flights were offered meals... Passengers in 1980s airplane had a choice of chicken or fish. Right. Which one made everyone sick? The fish. So surely you remember the fish sickened everyone aboard, including the pilot and co-pilot played by Peter Graves and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And stop calling me Shirley. And do you know what the doctor played by Leslie Nielsen had? What? The lasagna. We served chicken. Yes, I remember. I had the lasagna. You remember the weirdest things. That's why I like doing things with you. Okay. What color is Andy's blue sweater in 2006's The Devil Wears Prada? Blue? Blue? It's not blue. What? It's not turquoise. And it's not lapis. It's cerulean. Oh, I I honestly never seen it. So I, I had I seen it I probably would have known that. Cool. I did, but I think I fell asleep oh. during it, so I don't okay. remember much. Alright. Well we have a question about the hangover. No okay. maids earlier. Let's mm-hmm. do hangover now. Name the entertainer known as Mr. Las Vegas, who makes a surprise cameo. In the slideshow at the end of 2009's The Hangover. Is it Wayne, Wayne Newton, Newton, David Copperfield, Elton John, Frank Sinatra, or Barry Manilow? It's Wayne Newton. Yep, it? Wayne Newton, who rose to fame with his 1963 hit song, Donkey Shane, is so associated with Las Vegas that one of the streets servicing the city's airport is named Wayne Newton Boulevard. Donkey Shane, darling, Donkey Shane. One of these days we'll get to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go. Okay. Oh, here oh we, we have go. to. We got to go visit uh, Dub from okay. iHeartGeek. There we go. Here you go. Let's try this one. Spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, heck. <laughs> S U P E R C A L L A L A K A I don't know S U P E R C A L I F R A G I L I S T I C E X P I A L I D O C I O U S that's a really quite atrocious. <laughs> okay, it says Robert and Richard Sherman, who wrote this and the other songs for 1964's Mary Poppins and were played by B.J. Novak and Jason Schwartzman in 2014's Saving Mr. Banks, hmm. also wrote music for Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress and Enchanted Tiki Room theme park attractions. Here's oh, progress. Yes. It's, it's a, a great, great big, beautiful tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Enchanted Tiki Room, I like that one. Uh, theme park attractions, as well as a host of other films for Disney and other companies. Hmm. Okay, let's see. This is one of my favorite movies. Though people can tell which Batman is which... Many think Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman are the same person. Name the Bat-Bill pair who starred in 1992's Newsies. 
Was it Michael Keaton and Bill Paxton? Was it Christian Bale and Bill Pullman? Yeah. George Clooney and Bill Paxton, Val Kilmer and Bill Pullman, or Ben Affleck and Bill Paxton? Bale and Pullman. Yes. Uh, Christian Bale um, was Bruce Wayne and Batman... Uh, in Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises, and Bo Pullman, Independence Day, and Sp- uh, Spaceballs starred in Disney's musical about the 1899 Newsboys. Newsboys. Yeah. I like, I like Newsies. I've actually, because it's not, it's not, it was on Broadway before COVID. I'd wanted to go. Right. And they had been touring for a while, but I didn't get to see it. All right, here's another bonus question. Name the actor who starred in the... Um, is it eponymous roles of Cry Baby 1990, Donnie Brasco in 1997, and Rango in 2011? Johnny Depp. <laughs> All right, so what do we think? Should we stop where we are? Do you know how many, how many questions did we do? We did one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 12, 13, 14, 15. Do you know how many I got right out of those? I didn't write them down. I was going to go and do that later. Well, let's go to an even 20. That way it'll be easy. All right, so that's one, two, three, four, five. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Southerner Melanie has to return home to finalize her divorce from Jake so she can marry Andrew, the son of New York's mayor, in Something to Talk About, Sweet Home Alabama, Country Strong, The Notebook, or Walk to Remember. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Right. That was Reese uh, Reese Witherspoon. That was the one with the lightning rods in the... Yeah. Melanie has to travel back to Sweet Home Alabama to sort out her past with... Josh Lucas's Jake before she can start her future with Patrick Dempsey and Andrew. Okay. To counteract their illegal activities, the characters in Blank, a 2008 comedy, find themselves LARPing, which is completely legal. What? Okay. To counteract their illegal activities, the characters in Blank, a 2008 comedy, find themselves LARPing, which is completely legal. That would seem kind of vague. Um, I don't know. Okay. Happy endings abound for role models. Danny and Wheeler, Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott, as they LARP uh, with their mentees Augie and Ronnie. Uh-huh. So the movie was called Role Models? It's and it had Paul Rudd in it? Yeah. All right. I'll, figure, I'll, I'll <laughs> hunt down and watch it. Because I do like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Okay. In National Lampoon's Vacation, mm-hmm. the Griswolds set out in their station wagon toward a fun-filled time at... Wally World. <laughs> I'm going to read some of these. Itchy and Scratchy Land. <laughs> Zombie Land. Mm-hmm. Six Flags. Wally World. Or future world. My world. Says the summer of 1983 found Clark, Ellen, Aubrey, and Rusty um, taking a holiday road trip to Wally World, but finding it closed takes security guard Russ Lasky hostage instead. And of course, it's played by actors. John Candy. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Two more. Hmm? Due to the popularity of Milton's Blank in 1999's Office Space, the Swing Line Company finally started making them in the color in 2002. Thanks to the fans, vocal fans of the home video version of Mike Judge's cult hit, the Swing Line Company began to produce red staplers three years after the movie premiered. Yes. Okay, and here's the bo- here's another bonus. Name the groundbreaking actor who played a prisoner who tried to break literal chains in The Defiant Ones in 1958, and a doctor who broke societal ones in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, 1967. Sydney Portier. Yes, sir. All right, so out of the 20 you did today, you got one, two, 
seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, correct. So you missed six. 14, 75 apiece, right? So that would be a... Six times five would be thirty. It'd be seventy percent. Okay, I just did math on radio. <laughs> Yay! Oh, all right. There was one more question before I got to the end of that entire section. Oh, what is that? Name the nineteen ninety one film that was a remake of a nineteen fifty movie of the same name, which starred Spencer Tracy, Joan Bennett, and Elizabeth Taylor. Say, Name say. the 1991 film that was a remake of a 1950 movie of the same name, which starred Spencer Tracy, Joan Bennett, and Elizabeth Taylor. So the 1951 right. had Spencer Tracy, Joan Bennett, and Elizabeth Taylor. There was a 91 movie. And it, there was a 91 movie, yes. If you don't know it, we, we'll count it wrong, but before I give you the answer, I'll tell you who was in the 1991. Who was in 91? Uh, the 91 movie had Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, and Kimberly. Oh, Wood. Father and a Bride. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll continue to plow through that. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Well, seeing that it also gives us some movies that we might not have thought to talk about. Right. We got it. Guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, you're amazing. Yes. Tell your friends. Tell your friends you're amazing. Yeah. We'll back you up. Tell your friends that we said you're amazing. And then go over to iTunes and like and review and give a five star and all that. Um, if you want to talk to us, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can talk to me on Twitter. And that is it, guys. We love y'all. Be decent with each other. Peace. Peace.